This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! DFS Degen Nation, what is up? What is happening? We are on to the last game of the season. Super Bowl 58, Chiefs 49ers. We got the showdown slate upon us. Uh, you know, and obviously not the same content we normally cover, but you know, we're gonna go ahead and cover this showdown slate. Hope everybody has a good Super Bowl Sunday this weekend. I know some people might be upset of the teams that are in it, <laughs> but you know. Uh, I still think it should be a good game. Good, solid total, 47 and a half points. Um, you know, but uh, as, as far as showdown is concerned, I, I think there's a, you know, there's a, obviously a lot of different ways you can go, but obviously with Christian McCaffrey being priced at $18,000 at captain and $12,000 at flex, I mean, which is significantly more than most everybody else, it's kind of, it's going to come down to, a, I feel like, decision of do you play him at captain or do you play him? Because to me, this feels very much like the you either play him in captain or you don't play him at all because he's so expensive. Unless there is a cheap op pay down option that you feel comfortable with playing in captain that you can jam him in. Because if you don't, you're going to be very similar to everybody else that hasn't if you play him in captain. Yeah, it's I mean, how many times? Well, we we don't really cover you know showdown much on this show, but you and you and I talking in the DMs about showdown quite a bit. Uh, and and you know how many times have you and I discussed once you get you know, guys up in that 13, 12 to 13 K range, you know, they're starting to fall into the, you either captain them or you don't play them because, uh, you know, if they, if they don't have a, a more than a decent game, you know, it wasn't worth playing them in the flex. And then if they have a better game than that, then usually they smash to the point where you needed them in the captain anyways. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting build it like playing around with it i think you know it's it's really tough to fit the quarterbacks if playing mccaffrey um so it's you're gonna definitely have to make a decision um you know there's there's a lot of talent on both sides of the ball so uh you know 
McCaffrey, Kelsey, Mahomes, Purdy, Ayuk, Debo, Pacheco. Like, there's a lot of like Rishi Rice. There's a lot of good plays. Um, I probably lean to the the side of playing McCaffrey and the captain because if you look at Kansas City's game logs this year, uh, they've given up a ton of rushing production. Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of games where they allowed over five yards per carry. Uh, they give up over 100 rush yards in all but uh, three games in the regular season. Uh, they give up 182 to the Bills. And part of that's to the QB, but still, uh, that, that is rushing defense as well. Um, and, and San Francisco, we know, is, is one of the better, you know, rush offenses in the NFL with that offensive line they've got. Um, you know, I do think that if if San Fran does have to throw the ball, they're not going to have a ton of success because Purdy, we've talked about it, has a ton of issues when facing pressure. And, you know, the Chiefs defensive line has been able to get pressure on the quarterback this year. Uh, his big reason for their success has been their defense. So, um, you know, I, I think San Fran, I, I, I just think it's going to be a lower scoring game. Uh, I don't, I don't have a ton of confidence in the, in the chiefs offense. I, they've played low scoring games the entire season. I, I just don't see that changing here. Like if I think the Buffalo game was as high of a scoring game that they played all year. And, and, you know, that was like, was that 27, 24? Um, so, you know, barely eclipsed 50 points and, um, you know, they held the Ravens on the road to 10 points last week. So it's, it's a really good defense. And I just think Purdy's going to struggle under pressure. I think all the entire offense runs through McCaffrey and Debo. Um, I don't want any guy. You he should get some, he should get a ton of Sneed coverage on the outside. I think Debo avoids Sneed. He plays a lot on the inside. Uh, get some rush attempts as well. So Debo and Debo and McCaffrey are my two favorites from San Fran. And then on on the Kansas City side, it's the obvious. It's you know uh, Kelsey and Rice. I think you can take a shot on in showdown. You can take a shot on the the Chiefs cheap guys. I think I think that's going to be the key to the slate is which one you know catches a long pass or two. Um, I like Justin Watson personally. Uh, he's the one that's running you know all the routes alongside MVS, which is kind of weird, but. Uh, you know, it's those two guys and and Kelsey essentially with you know some Noah Gray mixed in. Uh, no No Gray's you know a decent punt as well. Um, but he's not even free. He's I mean he is cheaper than Watson though. But I think Watson's more likely to have a bigger game considering he's got deep both deep uh, deep roll and can can score touchdowns as well. Um, and I wouldn't even be afraid to play the Chiefs defense. They're fifty one hundred. I don't think any, many people are going to click that. But I mean, if the Chiefs get up, we could. I, I you could see more than one Brock Purdy pick six. Um, so you know the the game against the Lions and the game against Green Bay, like Purdy had a, a lot of turnover worthy throws that should have been picked off for touchdowns, and where either dropped by the def- dropped by the defense, or you know it, it got tipped to where you know nobody could get to it. Um, he just hasn't been very good under pressure and you know they scored one one touchdown total against the Ravens back when they played the Ravens earlier this year and that was a big you know talking point that we had leading into that game so um it's it's an interesting game and while there's good pieces on both sides I do think it's lower scoring which tends to lean me towards you know liking the running backs a little bit more uh and, and liking the pass game a little bit less 
uh, with with me considering Debo as more of a running back than a wide receiver. I, I think Debo, you know, is, is going to be schemed, you know, five to seven rush attempts. Uh, we know he can break a bunch of tackles uh, and he will avoid uh, a sneak coverage on the outside as well. So, yeah, it's, it's McCaffrey Debo for me, uh, Rice and Kelsey on the other side and then kind of mix in mix in pieces from there. Not, I'm not a huge fan of either quarterback, honestly. Who's your uh, like? Who your top three captains if you had to pick? Uh, CMC, uh, Debo. I'll say. So the thing with Rice is he popped up on the injury report today, as and he hadn't had issues prior to today, which is kind of concerning. Uh, somebody stepped on him. They said he was fine. Yeah. So that's something to monitor. Um, but I mean, he's only 7,600 in the flex, which is, you know, a really good price for having a mid range captain. But Kelsey, uh, Kelsey's kind of the same, same boat as, as McCaffrey for me, right? Like at 10 2, like I feel like I'm going to either play him in captain or I'm not going to play him because he's, he's been so hit or miss this year. Like he's got so many games where he scored like 12 points or less. And yeah, he's been good of late, but. You know, you pay 10k for him, he gets you 12 points, and and I don't know. I'd rather just play Mahomes if if Kelsey's not going to do that. But if you're playing Mahomes, you kind of need to play Kelsey too. So I kind of like I kind of like Rice as as the third captain. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's going to be the less popular one for sure. I mean between him yeah. and Kelsey because Kelsey's bald the last you know over since the really since the playoffs I've I've gotten here. I mean he's been fantastic. Um kind of back to being the guy he was. Uh, the one interesting thing I think with the Chiefs is that they've really consolidated their targets. Like it earlier in the year it was so spread out and it yep. was so frustrating because you could never figure out who was going to see the ball, who was going to, you know, score a touchdown, but since the playoffs have got here, it's gotten really concentrated. I mean, Travis Kelsey uh, over the playoffs has seen 31, 29 and 31% of the targets and then Rishi Rice is right there with them. Um at 25, 19, and 31% of the targets where everybody else is like 2%, 3%. Like it's been very consolidated. I mean, MBS had the one week, week 20, um, where he had 19%. But other than that, it's been 6%. And then nobody else has really done anything outside of Noah Gray, who's seen 14% of the targets um, there. And I with, with Jarek McKinnon, he was looking like he was possibly going to be able to play, but now it looks like he's not going to play. So if he doesn't play, then it brings Pacheco into the fold because Pacheco has pretty much been the complete bell cow uh, back and he's utilizing the passing game. And so I think it makes it kind of easy in terms of the guys you want to play. And if you think that Travis Kelsey is going to be significantly higher owned than Rishi Rice, <clears throat> then I think it makes sense to lean into Rishi Rice. I'm not worried about the the Q tag that he got. At, at, by all accounts, he was fine. Um, it doesn't sound like it's anything to really worry about. And so, um, more precaution than anything. But seventy six hundred dollars, he is significantly cheaper uh, than Travis Kelsey is. So, uh, it, it you know you don't have to get crazy on showdown like and, and go down and try to find a McCall Hardman to play, you know, in the captain or something like that. Like I think just a little edge of you know that of flipping, you know, and playing Rice over Kelsey, I think can be enough, especially with all these contests and how massive they are with what some of these are, and you know. Frustrating thing about showdown is, you know, one a kneel down by the quarterback at the end of the game, at the end of the game, could vastly shift 
you can go from first drop down to 30th that quick with showdown. So um, I, I view this game like I like I like Mahomes. I'm not really all that worried about the, the, the 49ers defense. The 49ers don't really do a very good job of getting a pass rush either. Um, and so their secondary is not a, a secondary that I'm really worried about. I mean, we just saw the playoffs. I mean, the Lions had no problem moving the ball against them. And really, the Packers didn't either. The Packers easily should have won that game as well uh, in that game, you know, outside of the very end where, you know, Jordan Love made some mistakes. But so I like the Chiefs side. I think it's a decision of, you know, are you going to go 4-2 Kansas City um, or 4-2 uh, 49ers? I think, obviously, the I, I think McCaffrey is probably going to be 70 80% rostered for the most part. And I think that it could be a big enough edge if the Chiefs can, you know, hold him. Uh, I, I know the Chiefs have struggled at times against the run this year, but also the Chiefs just don't really care that much. Like, it's not an emphasis for them to try to stop teams. And we've seen teams that do try to do that. Uh, the, that's what the Bills tried to do, uh, that really uh, was run the ball. Uh, that was their game plan. They went really conservative, and the Chiefs had no problem with that. They were perfectly okay with allowing them to do that. They are going to play a lot of too high. They're not going to allow you to throw a ball deep on them. They are very confident in their corners, and they're very confident with with, with their defense and their their ability to get pressure on the quarterback with Chris Jones and George Karloftis. They bring a lot of uh, you know their corners off the edge. Uh, Steve Spagnola is great at you know doing a lot of exotic blitzes, not really knowing where things are going to come from. And so, the, I, I think really it, it really it depends on how game script goes because if the Chiefs are able to get up quickly, which is what they've been able to do throughout the playoffs, they have come out hot and put up points, and it basically forces you to abandon the run uh, because you have this mindset that you have to be able to you know, keep up with the Chiefs. A lot of people talked about you know, the, the, the Ravens last week and why, or a few weeks ago, why didn't they run the ball? Because they only had the ball for like eight or nine minutes of the entire first half. The Chiefs dominated them. And, uh, and so when I look at this game, like, sure, I think McCaffrey can be involved, but it, it really will come down to is McCaffrey score a couple touchdowns because if he doesn't, I don't think he pays off that price tag. And so going underweight on Christian McCaffrey, you know, could be the way. If not, I like I, like we've talked about, I think you either cap him or you don't. Um, and you try not to play him because I think if you try to fit him in the flex, it's going to be very hard to get anything else accomplished. Where I think if you just simply fade him and don't play him, I think it's a very strong strategy to, to go with here, especially if you think the Chiefs can get up quickly on them, then I'm okay with going like a 4-2, um, even even like a 4-2 uh, 49ers stack where you think that they're going to have to play catch-up you know, in the end uh, where you go with like a Mahomes and let's say you, you captain either Kelsey or Rishi Rice and then you you know, you know play Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, maybe George Kittle and then try to fit in some of the, you know, the, the secondary pieces like uh, Juwan Jennings or – uh, you know, even Kyle Ushak, who who seems to get you know some action, you know, get get some targets and stuff like that. You know, somebody that's eight hundred dollars doesn't need to do a whole lot to to make the winning lineup. And so, you know, I, I don't mind doing that either. Yeah, and and I really like the Chiefs' defense at thirty four hundred in the flex. Uh, the fifty one hundred price I quoted that was at, at captain. Um, thirty four hundred for a defense that gets a it's been you know one of the top units all year, and and you know like we said. Purdy can definitely turn the ball over under pressure. So, uh, you know, they're probably my favorite value if looking down there in the in the value range. But I agree on like the the cheap guys like McKinnon if he plays like you just I think you just play him. 
Uh, and then you can even play guys like Juszczyk. Because, I mean, you look at the, the 3K range other than Chiefs defense, like the Justin Watson, Sky Moore, uh, uh, you know, Nicole Hardman range. Like, all those guys project for, like, five points, you know. And so, like, what's what's projecting Juszczyk for, like, two points? There's no difference in that, but it gives you an extra 3K in salary. So I I really don't even hate you know punting with one or one or two of those guys way down at the bottom, because um, those guys in the three K range you know aren't going to project well at all. If McKinnon plays, I think he's a lock. I mean he's two hundred dollars. Yeah, um, you have to play him if he plays. <laughs> uh, he did get another limited practice today. I know there were some reports out there that he wasn't going to play. I don't know why you'd even have him out there, like even going through practice or anything, if you didn't think that he was uh, even had a shot at playing. You know. Uh, it's not like you're trying to get him, you know, some reps in before next week or something like that. Like this is obviously the last game, and I I could see it. The, the only scary thing with him would be is like, is he more of just like a really reserve type option where they only use him very very limited uh, instead of and really just feed Pacheco? That that would be the only thing that would worry me. But still, at two hundred dollars, he doesn't need to do a whole lot if he catches. He can get you zero. Passes. Yeah, he can get you zero at two hundred, and you're fine. And maybe that's the way if he plays, maybe that's the way you unlock being able to play Christian McCaffrey in the flex where because you get that $200 option, uh, you know, in your lineup. And even if you don't play Christian McCaffrey, you know, and captain there with a $200 option, you know, um, maybe that's the way you're able to unlock it. Yeah, I do like the the use check call. I mean, he has two games over 10 points this year. Uh, you know, get, he's going to get you, I think, two or three points uh, on your normal projections for him. But I mean, again, you know, it costs eight hundred dollars. He's, you know, way cheaper than Sky Moore and Watson and, uh, you know, MVS and and those guys project like maybe one point higher than than Usechek does. Like, you can't project MVS for anything more than more than four points, can you? Like, I mean, his his game log is just littered with threes and fours throughout the whole year. It's just. I just I like the idea of not playing those three K shitters other than Chiefs defense and then just playing way down at the bottom and, and getting the the good guys up top where the offense has been con- consolidated to on both sides. Yeah, and, and with the Chiefs wide receivers, it sounds like Sky Moore is gonna be back. It also sounds like maybe Kadarius Tony plays. I'm shocked. I thought after the comments and the shit he did uh before the AFC Championship game that they would not, but he's been a full participant this week, so we'll see. Um, but I mean, you could have all these all these guys active, which is going to make it even harder. Like yep. I think if Sky Moore and Canarius Tony didn't play, then it makes you feel a little bit better about maybe plugging in a McCole Hardman or um, a Justin Watson, just kind of sprinkle in there. But now with all these guys active, like I don't know, like I don't really have a lean on it. I would maybe play like one or depending on how many lineups you're playing, maybe play, you know, 5% of each or something like that. Just kind of sprinkle them into my lineups uh, down here at the bottom. Cause they are salary savers. And I mean, some of these guys are going to see targets for sure. Um, but it's just, it's really hard to gauge who it's going to be because uh, that's just how fresh, how frustrating these guys are. And I mean, we saw it last year and last year's Super Bowl, right? I mean, Sky Moore caught a touchdown. Darius Tony scored a, uh, scored a touchdown in that game too. Uh, so uh, the chiefs are going to pull out all the, all their tricks for this game. But so I wouldn't go heavy. I don't think you can really have a lean on any of them. I think you, 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 you plant a flag on a Travis Kelsey or a, uh, 
Rishi Rice or a Isaiah Pacheco at captain if you're gonna if you're gonna captain the Chiefs, and then you just sprinkle in some of these really cheap pass catchers. Yep, I think it's the way I would look at it. I'm good with it. Um, another than that, because like when you build, like when you look, I mean, there's not much of a like mid range, right? You have the guys up top all the way down to George Kittle at 64, and then once you get lower than that. Like you have the kickers who are fifty two hundred dollars and five k, which I don't know. That's what DraftKings done this year. They used to be in like that low four k range. Uh, now they're they're just constantly at that five k range. So like you have to really want it to play one of them. Uh, and then uh, from there you have Juwan Jennings, but there's no like usually you have some guys down in the, like the mid five k four k range, but you don't have that. Uh, it, it's basically. Uh, the top, and then you have to try to figure it out. So I think most people's approach is going to be going studs, and, uh, you know, stars and scrubs, right? And so that's kind of the way that I that I view this. But uh, I guess let's 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 build some some lineups and just kind of play around with it. Maybe do a a four two San Francisco, a four two KC, and maybe do like a, a mo- let's start. Let's do a a Christian McCaffrey uh, captain. Let's kind of see what that looks like. All right, all right. So lock in McCaffrey at captain. I tend to I tend to not play Debo when I when I when McCaffrey has a big game they they tend to eat into each other because Debo's big games comes from the touchdowns and if he's getting the touchdowns it tends to not be McCaffrey as well um, especially on the ground so let's go um let's go Kelsey I'm gonna see if we can do it I'll, I'm gonna throw in uh, Mahomes okay plug in use check. So this is a spot where you could go, you could go Pacheco if you wanted to, um, and still have enough to play one of the like one of these secondary pieces that we talked about. Mm-hmm. You can't get to MBS, uh, but you can play Justin Watson, uh, who they. If I was going to have a lean on any of these guys, like it would be either Noah Gray or it probably would be Justin Watson. Yeah, I like Watson. Ju- I think Watson. They they do look for him at times in the red zone. Uh, he does seem to get some deep shots from them as well. Um, so we could plug in Justin Watson. That would leave no money remaining if you went. Yeah, and you could go Rishi Rice here too. You could plug in Rishi Rice as well. Uh, he's cheap enough, but you could go. So with this, it'd be McCaffrey, Kelsey, Mahomes, Usechek, Pacheco, Justin Watson, a four-two KC stack. Yep. Uh, with Pacheco, with McCaffrey, which makes sense, right? Because I think if you know if he smashes, then obviously the Chiefs are going to be playing from behind. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, they're gonna throw the ball. So I definitely think uh, where he pretty much eats into Purdy, you don't need Purdy uh, because McCaffrey is doing the heavy lifting here within the offense, scoring touchdowns and everything else, because that's the way he's going to kill you, right? Like he doesn't necessarily have to, like last week, for uh, for example, 20 carries, 90 yards, four catches, 42 yards, nothing really impressive, but it was the two touchdowns that, that, that continue to get him there because the dude continues a touchdown monster this year. Uh, and that's really what's got him there because in the games he doesn't score – you know, 13.1, you know, and then there's a lot of 20s mixed in there where maybe he only scored one touchdown. So uh, with McCaffrey, that's why I feel like if you're if you're going to play him and you think he's going to score a couple touchdowns, that I think you, you just plug him into the captain and move on 
and try to figure out from there. But let's do another one. And this time let's 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 go with a uh a Chiefs uh captain spot here. So you want to go Rice here? I know you talked about him. Yeah, let's let's, let's let's go Rice. It'll it'll be a way more balanced build, especially if we're not gonna play McCaffrey. So then let's go Debo if we're not playing CMC. All right. Let's do a little I wanna I wanna plug in Pacheco here again. All right, I'm going to play Mahomes since we have Rice captain. Actually, that's all I'll do. I'm going to plug in. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to swap it out with Pacheco and I'm going to play Purdy. So we get a little double quarterback stack here. See what this looks like. So that's $4400 remaining. Let's go um let's go Kittle. All right. And on this one, let's we're just going to go double tight end. We're going to go Noah Gray. Because okay. we don't have Kelsey. So uh, this will be Rishi Rice, Debo Samuel, Brock, Brock Purdy, Mahomes, Kittle, and Noah Gray. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's not bad at all. With $600 on the table. And remember, if you don't play a lot of showdown, if you really, the best way to get different is leaving money on the table. Uh, the more money you leave on the table, there's no amount of money that, uh, that you really can't leave. I don't think there's a... I mean, this is obviously not a week where you're probably going to want three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 remaining on the table. Um, I don't think that's the direction I would want to go, but um, you definitely can with Showdown. That's what makes it this yeah. so interesting of trying to put this puzzle together. Um, it's not crazy. You would never do that on a main slate, but uh, you know, on a Showdown slate, you definitely can. Agree. So on this one, let's do another one that's not a. But let's let's do a a Forty Niners heavy stack here. So something I I don't mind doing is going with like a Kelsey uh, captain, but then backfilling it with 49ers. Uh, All right, let's try which it. Is, which I did something like that. Uh, I guess that was a few years ago when I took down uh, a slate for showdown where I had A.J. Brown at captain. All the that rest was a 49er game. game. Yeah. And so you kind of tell yourself a story that Kelsey's going to get all of the work um and he's going to be the guy right and then if you think it's going to be somewhat low scoring it still makes sense to do that uh at least on the kansas city side and then so you go purdy we can go we go Debo here again i like the Debo call you want to uh plug in kittle again yeah let's do kittle again unless you want to not do kittle and do mccaffrey with use check which i'm also good with and then at least 2700 so you're back to your Kansas City guys. I think there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of builds that end up in that 2700 is like your last guy in. That's what it's, everything it looks. Seems, like. It seems like it just funnels that way. Because the problem with problem with 49ers that, that's tough is that there's not a there's not. I mean, outside of Juwan Jennings, right? There's not that obvious. Even at running back, I mean, Elijah Mitchell, I guess, scored a touchdown. What? But he only sees a couple touches. He's not involved in the passing game. So he has to be a guy that comes in and just, you know, falls into the end zone to score a touchdown for having to make sense. Yeah, and I can't play Jawan Jennings at 4K. That's that's egregious. He can get you literally one point. Yeah, like he did uh, a couple weeks ago against Detroit where he had <laughs> targets. I think that's more of a story his, if you're going to His play, big game was when Debo got hurt. Yeah, as if something if you think you know you, you play a lineup where you think maybe you know if somebody gets hurt or something like that, then he then he becomes the must have that you're gonna need. Yeah. 
because I don't know what else you play. Because even if you go Kittle, if, if you didn't go McCaffrey and you played Kittle, I mean, I guess then you could fit in Pacheco if you wanted to. Not, I mean, you could stick, you could keep uh, check in there if you wanted to, you know, do a, a Kelsey, um, like a Kelsey in another stack. But I do kind of like that going uh, McCaffrey and then still leaving. So I guess that I guess if that if if you want to play McCaffrey, I guess it's the way you do it. But and again, probably spread it around. Like I said, Justin Watson, Noah Gray. Um, I'm not playing Kadarius Tony. Uh, I don't know what the hell happens with him. Uh, Scott, I'm not playing Sky Moore either. Yeah, no, I'm not playing Tony either. <laughs> so let's plug in. You can just plug in Justin Watson again. I really was going to be intrigued with Richie James, uh, but. It looks like all these dudes are going to play, so. Yeah. I mean, you could play CEH if McKinnon doesn't play. He's 1,200. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, he he's, he's very similar to check, right? Yes. Going to get you a couple points, you know, one or two points. <laughs> maybe, maybe scores a touchdown. But. Yeah, it's really going to depend on what happens with, with McKinnon. Because if McKinnon plays. Yeah. And that just kind of that kind of unlocks the entire slate to be allowed to do whatever you want. Because if McKinnon plays, like I mean, he doesn't really get involved that much in the running game, anyways. He's basically just right. their third down running back. They use yep. him inside the red zone. Uh, I, I think that is basically all they would use him for. Um, and, and situational uh, options, maybe they use him more in the red zone. Uh, he doesn't necessarily use him as much on third downs, or maybe some big plays here and there. But like you said, I mean, all he needs is two or three catches, and you're you're That's fine. It. You know. That's it. If he it's does like, anything more than that, you, he's going to be a must-have. It's like the um, who was the receiver we played at Min Price earlier this year in Showdown, and he caught a bomb, seventy-five yard touchdown. Oh, who the hell was that? Um, I'm drawing a blank. He it was his first game back from injury. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I remember you talking about. Yeah. Yeah, because we were remember. talking, we were like, "This guy's going to be a free square. Everybody's going to play him." And he was like ten percent, and he scored a seventy-five yard touchdown. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't remember who the hell that was now. God, who was that? It's going to drive me insane. It was a little slot receiver for somebody. I need to pull up NFL teams. This is going to bug me now. Was it on the Saints? No, who was it on? <sighs> I can't remember who it was. I'm going to find it. I'm determined at this point. I feel like it, it was the Saints for some reason. Oh, man. This is really bothering no, me. It wasn't the Saints. I'm scrolling through our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who it was. I've got all the NFL teams in front of me thinking this would jog my memory, and it's not. It wasn't the Bills. I don't know why I keep thinking it's like Isaiah McKenzie or somebody. It was somebody like that, though. It wasn't. Was it close, Shakur? It might have been Shakir. He did have a. Was that was that a primetime game? Yeah, because yeah, he had the eighty-one yard touchdown. Yeah, because it was showdown. That was a primetime game. Did he miss the week before or something? Yeah, he, so whoever it was was coming back off injury. But they were men price. I don't think Shakir would have been men price. 
This is riveting, riveting stuff right now for <laughs> people. It's a lot of dead air. I legit just don't remember. Texans. Was it the Texans? Might have been the Texans. Nah, it wasn't the Texans. It wasn't It wasn't Shakir because Shakir didn't miss any time before that, so he wouldn't have been min-price. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember who it was. I, I'm sure I mentioned it off. Or it was kind of me. And I was like, oh, yeah. As soon as we sign off. One of us is going to remember. So, anyways, um, <laughs> so we're not just sitting here. <laughs> remember? Do you remember what week it was? Uh, it, I mean, it was only a few weeks ago. Like it had to be within like the last five weeks. It, no, I know who it was now. It was it was the Bills Chargers game, and it was um, Josh Palmer. Is who it was. Remember, he caught that long touchdown, and he was min price because he'd been out forever. And they didn't know if he was going to play, and they they and, and he was min price, and he scored that long touchdown. You're right; it was Josh Palmer. Yeah, that's who yes, it was. That is who it was. We were like, he's a free square. Yeah, I thought everyone was going to play him, but no one did. Nobody did. He was like ten percent. But yeah, so that's <laughs> all that time to look that up. But that yeah, that's uh. That's McKinnon, essentially. All that to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I just pulled up NFL primetime games. I was trying to see if that would jog over. And then as soon as I saw uh, Chargers Bills, that's who it was. It was, it was Josh Palmer because he missed all that time. And then he, was, he, he came back. So anyway, after all that. So other than that, like I, I, I think this feels kind of straightforward. Um, like I said, like if, if I'm paying down, I'm sprinkling in some of these other options. I don't think you need to play. I have no interest really of playing MBS at 3K. Um, G- I, Chiefs defense, I don't mind at 3400. I mean, if you have enough money left over, if you have a build where you can fit in a you know Harrison Bucker or something like that at 5K, especially inside a dome. I mean, this dude could kick you know multiple 40, 50 yard field goals. I mean, he's got that kind of leg. Uh, like he could be a, an option that you could look at, you know, as a little bit of a money saver pay down option, but he's 5k and it makes it so tough to be able to fit him in whenever you want to fit in, uh, you know, the, the quarterbacks, you want to McCaffrey, Kelsey, Rishi Rice, George Kittle, whatever, like all these guys are so expensive. It makes it really hard to be able to get down to Harrison Bucker. And there's not like just obvious names. Now, again, if something were to happen to where, McKinnon plays, then I think that kind of changes everything because at $200, it just kind of frees everything up and allows you to be able to do a lot more. Um, where maybe you do look a little bit more of a, a build where you could fit in somebody like a Bucker uh, to kind of change things up and get a little bit different. Because I don't think a lot of people are going to be playing the kickers here in this game, especially Jake Moody after all the struggles he's been having lately. So I wouldn't look there. But I agree with you. I think I like Debo more than I like Brandon Ayuk. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to see a lot of luxurious need. Um, I think he pretty much shadows him because I think in the slot, they feel pretty good about Trent McDuffie um, being able to uh, match up against Debo Samuel. And like I said, I wouldn't expect a whole lot of deep uh, passes here because the Chiefs have just done a really good job outside of some broken coverage stuff with their two high safety stuff that they play a lot of to take away all that. So uh, what worries me about Brock Purdy is what's worrying me about Brock Purdy every single time that he has played a really good pass rush defense that can get a lot of pressure on a quarterback. He tends to struggle. Um, it's kind of been something that I've kind of been following this year. Uh, you know, the Ravens, the same thing happened. He was complete garbage in that game. 
And then honestly, in the playoffs, he hasn't really been fantastic either. Uh, you know, he had the the, the ball off the uh, defender that hit him right in the face. He got a little lucky there. But that's what worries me about Purdy. I feel much better, obviously, about playing Mahomes than I do Purdy. Um, because the Chiefs pass defense, especially in the second half, has been phenomenal. They've done a really good job of kind of changing things up and really um, uh, adjusting in the second half. And they, they have allowed no points in the second half. So I just think this could be a kind of a race to see who can score the most points because the, the, the 49ers are also, I believe, they're the number one scoring defense uh, in the in the fourth quarter uh, this year. They've done a really good job of kind of clamping teams down. So we'll see. Uh, there's, there's a lot of narratives with this game. That's that's kind of the lean I have. I, I, I really kind of agree. I kind of like Rice a little bit more over Kelsey. I'm just – more of a just getting a little bit different because I think ownership is going to be very high on Kelsey, especially with all the production that this dude's been putting up uh, the last couple of weeks. The dude just went off. You know, last game he played 11 catches on 11 targets, 116 yards and a score in that one. I just don't think Rice is going to be as, as popular. Um, I do like Pacheco as well as another a little bit more of a pay down. And I think ownership could sh- shift if McKinnon were to play where people maybe not want to play Pacheco as much because – Pacheco has been the absolute workhorse, like I've said, with, without McKinnon back there. It's been 100% as back. But when McKinnon comes back, I can see people moving off a little bit of Pacheco. And maybe I push him up a little bit higher because he is involved in the passing game. And I think they try to do a little bit of stuff with him as well. So I do I do like Pacheco as well. On the, the 49ers side, it's, it's McCaffrey, it's it's Debo, and I think it's George Kittle would be the guys I would be looking at there over on that side. and. Like I said, use check as more of just a YOLO, you know, a sprinkle on him in type play. Yeah. Also, it wasn't Josh Palmer. I remember who it was. It was Jamal Agnew. They played the Ravens in week 15 or something, and he caught that 65-yard touchdown. Is that who it was? It was Agnew. $200. Can't you, little slot receiver came back after missing a ton of time. It was Agnew. I think I'm pretty sure Palmer was on the main slate. I don't think he was. I don't think that was a no because that was a Saturday night game. He would have been on the main slate. But yes, it was. It was Agnew. I remember it was Agnew. Maybe right because they were without Kirk and Agnew was coming back and hadn't played in a while. Makes sense. And I think uh, somebody else was banged up too. But yeah. yeah, that's the one. But yes, agree with uh, agree with all those takes. So we're, we're pretty much on the same page for this game. Right. So what do you what, what do you play? Are you just gonna watch the game at home with uh, with your kid and just uh, hang out at the house? Uh, my wife's uncle's hosting just like a family get together. Nothing crazy. Um, we'll probably have. I think yeah, like a, a bunch of people are just bringing a bunch of different foods. So, so it's like no, like you know, not like an actual dinner, but just a lot of like party foods. My wife usually makes a buffalo chicken dip, and there'll be like you know sliders and meatballs and shit like that. The use. Yeah, I'm normally I'm I'm not a big fan of like I'm not a big fan of of like being around people for sporting events because like I get like t- I can't stand the people that like are screaming and yelling the whole time and <laughs> saying stuff and talking. And asking if the Cowboys stuff. were in it, I'd be this. I'd be probably. I probably wouldn't go watch it anywhere. I'd probably just chill and actually watch the game. But because well, like when when you're at a party, right, you're not actually watching the game. It's just you're just chit chatting and drinking beers and right. Well, kids are running around. But I decided I was like, you know what? Because they ask me all the time and they're like, hey, you're like what of our uh, 
parents on our baseball team, they like host have people over all the time, stuff like that. And they ask all the time. And I'm always like, no, because they're like, they're big Chiefs fans too. But I'm always like, no, I don't want to. I just want to stay home and watch it, watch games. But I, I gave in. I was like, you know what? Fine. Let's, let's, because really it came down to, because I was thinking about it because the AFC championship game, like we made a bunch of food over here and everything else. And like only half we got eight. And I'm like, you know what? I was like, you know, if the Chiefs make it, maybe I'll, maybe I'll say screw it and let's just go over there and, you know, just enjoy a bunch of food and whatever. I mean, the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl so much. Like, it's not like other fan bases, like it's your first time going or winning or witnessing right. one. Like, this is, you know, kind of like, and that sounds like a really spoiled fan to be like, we're here all the time. Like, it doesn't <laughs> really matter anymore. Like, like, true. So, <laughs> but it is truth. So I was like, yeah, let's go. So we're going to go over there, uh, eat a bunch of food and hang out and, uh, it'll be fun. I'll enjoy it. So, you know, just life cheese fan. Just, you know, so that's what we do now. Not, not too shabby. Huh? Yeah. What is this? Their fourth in five years or something yeah. like that they've been. So, and this is supposed to be their worst team. <laughs> well, it is. And here we are. Another Super Bowl. So I get it. Like it's funny because for so many years, like I like I hated the Patriots. And like and it got so old. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired of seeing the Patriots. Again, Tom Brady. Here we go again. <laughs> you know, and everything else. God. And now like I now the shoes on the other foot. Now you understand now, it. Now I totally get where they were coming from and like everything else. It's like, okay. This is what this is like. So that's funny. Anyway. All right. Let's go ahead and get out of here. I appreciate everybody that's rocked with us all year. Uh, with uh, you know the DFS uh, shows all year, hopefully next year is a little bit better of a year. Uh, I think DFS space this year was uh, pretty rough. Um, hopefully, maybe I don't know DraftKings will do something to innovate a little bit and kind of add some new wrinkles in, but I don't see that happening. But uh, the sim the, the Sims are uh, currently winning the battle uh, in terms of a lot of the stuff. But uh, either way, it's been a fun year. It's been fun talking through this. I still love DFS, even though it's gotten a little bit uh, you know a little bit different to play because of all the Sims and everything else that have happened this year. But with that being said, we're back again. Uh, I think we are going to try to do some uh, some best ball stuff. We're going to kind of ramp up our best ball coverage this year, so that should be fun. Try to get a little more best ball, especially after the draft and stuff like that. So, Because I don't think Maddie's going to be out here um, riding the draft scene uh, before the draft. So, uh, nope. Not, not his thing. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll probably check back in sometime around there. We'll be back again next year for another season. 2024 season so appreciate everybody rock with us uh see you guys very soon have a good weekend stay safe enjoy the football games this weekend or the football game this weekend hopefully the chiefs win just keep it going so they can continue to be the villains anyways have a good weekend see you on the next one bye think you can tell me what to do you know who you're talking to
tell me what to do You know who you're talking to Just stop wanting me